Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Wake Up. Here's what's happening in Hollywood and the media biz on Tuesday, February 16th, 2021. Finally, a holiday where donning a mask is a part of the tradition. Although, sadly, the same can't be said for shirts. It was a busy weekend, so uh, let's get to it. And starting off at Paramount Pictures, they're going to reboot Paranormal Activity for a release about a year from now. Jason Blum's Blumhouse and Oren Pelly, who did the original Paranormal, are going to produce, but uh, no plot details as of yet, according to The Hollywood Reporter. And one other quick note at Paramount, they bought the rights to do a remake of uh, The King and I musical, although no writer or director is attached. So going to be a while there. And by all means, give them a call if you have uh, any idea what to do with it. Over at the box office, The Croods 2 took first place in its 12th week in theaters. It's also a movie that you've been able to rent at home for 20 bucks for the past two months. So certainly a sizable argument for the uh, movie theater business, as it seems like parents have officially run out of things to do with their kids in a pandemic winter. Your three-day totals are The Croods 2 at 2.7 million, and the Warner Brothers titles Judas and the Black Messiah, and the Denzel Washington movie The Little Things, both taking in 2.4 million. Elsewhere, Focus Features Robin Wright movie Land opened to 1 million, and uh, Disney Pixar's Soul crossed the $100 million mark globally. That one now stands at 104 million. But over in China, they now hold the record for the biggest opening weekend for a movie ever. It's called Detective Chinatown 3, which no, is uh, somehow not the title of an SNL sketch. That one made $398 million over the three-day weekend, and $424 million, including IMAX, according to Deadline. That knocks off the previous record holder, Avengers Endgame. Sorry, Marvel. And on top of that, most China movie theaters are still not above 75% capacity. So the Chinese New Year is now the uh, premier movie-going weekend worldwide. And just a couple of other quick notes. Entertainment One, or E1 to its friends, sold their My Little Pony movie to Netflix. That one was going to come out via Paramount in the fall, according to The Hollywood Reporter. And indie studio Annapurna bought the Gerard Carmichael Sundance movie called On the Count of Three. Gerard both stars and directed the movie, and it was written by a pair of writers from uh, Rami. Annapurna reportedly paid $2 million for the North American rights, according to Deadline, and that one will come out through MGM. <laughs> Over in the TV set, a huge project dropped on Friday night that I don't think anybody saw coming, but I'm pretty sure we all can't wait to see. It's an adaptation of Mr. and Mrs. Smith into a TV series with uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge and Donald Glover in the lead roles. That one's going to come under Phoebe's overall Amazon deal. There were no plot or direction specifics given, but I think we all saw the movie. Over at the soon-to-launch Paramount Plus streaming service, the real world is getting a reboot, or maybe a revival, but it's going to feature the original New York City cast. And yes, including Eric Nyes. Hashtag The Grind 2022. This one's going to be called Homecoming, and it sounds more like a multi-episode reunion with the cast gathering in the original New York City loft apartment, where they kind of revisit that first season and reflect on things and catch up, uh, etc., versus them all living together for three months again. Yeah, good call. That uh, revival will drop on Paramount Plus launch day, March 4th, according to Deadline. The show debuted 29 years ago in 1992, where I won't say how old I was if you won't. Also in the Viacom CBS Kingdom, they made a deal with Dave Chappelle to give him a cut of those streaming sales for his Comedy Central series, Chappelle Show. Dave had uh, previously pointed out publicly that due to when the deal was signed, way back before streaming, that he did not see a cent when it was uh, sold to places like Netflix and HBO Max. Dave subsequently asked those services to remove the show, which they respectively did, but now Dave has a deal, so the show was back on Netflix and HBO Max, according to CNN. 
Now, just a bunch of quick news back to back. Bridgerton has found their female lead for season two, Simone Ashley from Sex Education, according to Deadline. She's going to play a character named Kate, who's going to be the romantic interest for the eldest Bridgerton sibling, a guy named Anthony. I'm assuming you guys know who that is. Amazon canceled their Nick Frost, Simon Pegg show, Truth Seekers, after just one season. And a bunch of news back over at CBS. First up, according to Bloomberg, 60 Minutes is looking to transition a version of their Quibi show, 60 in 6 to Paramount+. Plus. CBS has also set Oprah to host a Meghan and Harry interview special. That one's going to air Sunday, March 7th at 8 p.m. Although a bit curious, given that Oprah has a multi-year content deal over at, uh, well, Apple TV. But hey, above my pay grade. Their CSI reboot as a limited series is getting closer to an order as uh, William Peterson and Georgia Fox are getting close to completing their deals. And Queen Latifah's The Equalizer got 8 million viewers in its Sunday night time slot premiere on CBS. Over 20 million sampled the show post-Super Bowl, and its 60 Minutes lead-in had 9 million viewers. Over in the trailer house, HBO Max had the big one with uh, Justice League, the four-hour extended movie, I guess we're calling this. That's going to launch on HBO Max on March 18th. And to note, it is just going to be one four-hour thing and not chopped up into four one-hour chapters, as had previously been discussed. But to note, it's going to be on HBO Max only. No movie theater play there. And in today's programming notes, the OWN Network premieres season five of Queen Sugar at 8 p.m., over at BET, they have Tyler Perry's The Oval, season two premiere at 10.30 p.m. Netflix dropped a Kevin James multicam laugh track sitcom about a NASCAR pit crew, although it kind of seems to uh, pretty much just take place in the garage. Anyway, it's called The Crew, and season one is up there for anyone inclined. But the high-profile premieres today are on NBC, as Young Rock and Keenan premiere back-to-back, starting at 8 p.m. And we're going to play me off today with a new song from Maren Morris and her husband, Ryan Hurd. This one's called Chasing After You, which is also how I describe asking for five stars on Apple Podcasts. No? Anybody? Well, if you'd be so kind, uh, hit the five stars in the ratings and reviews section. Just uh, scroll down a little bit in your app, past all the episodes, and you'll see it there. And uh, maybe leave a brief review. Dealer's choice, but it is the one thing you can do to help out the podcast so that more people can find it on Apple Podcasts the world's most popular podcast service. And no, that is not an ad from Apple. They can't afford me. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow. But I know, yeah, I know It's a matter of time Till you walk, till you walk back out of my life Leave me standing here lonely Feeling like a fool mm-hmm. Every time, every time You say we're done You come back to the love You were running from Chasing